Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And now, it's time for Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. Welcome to Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. Welcome yourself. Okay, I will. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Hi, Mike Sweeney, a writer on The Conan Show, and I'm here with another Conan writer, Jesse Gaskell. That's me. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi, Jesse. How are you? Oh, I'm well. Thanks uh, so much for asking. Uh, yes. Well, uh, even though we've seen each other every day, all the time, all the time, everywhere, we just run into each other a lot. So, but yeah, we just spend a lot of time with each other traveling internationally. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, right up until the writer strike was called, we were working on a new Conan travel series. Right, which that, was just announced. Which was just announced. We had to keep it under wraps. It's going to be on Max, hopefully someday. Someday, if they're still. Television, right? But you know what? If it, if if no one ever sees this, uh, we had a good time. Yeah. We have a few photographs. It might be for the best. But it did get interrupted by the writer strike. But uh, it did. The uh, idea is we go back to work when this is all over. Yeah, we just pick right back up. We have right. two shows in the can. Two in the can. Uh, we went to Norway and we went to Thailand, mm-hmm. and this was fun. Um, you probably saw this. So in Norway, we had these really incredible drone operators who were yes. like just the, at the top of their game. I mean, right? they were killing it. And they gave us these beautiful sweeping well, drone shots. They use the Inspire 2. Yes, of course. As, as opposed With the to IntelliCore the, processing. Exactly. Instead yeah. of the Marvic 3. Yes. We Is had it a, the Marvic? It's the Marvic 3. We had a long conversation about which one to go we with. Did. And they encouraged us to go with the... The Inspire 2. Inspire 2. That's state of the and art. And it made all the difference. It really did. But it requires two operators. So... Right. Is it a scam a bit? Like, oh, I yeah, need, you know, I can't exactly. do it alone. That would be... The, Sure, whatever, fine. So we had these guys. Yeah, we had these guys and they were, you know, they show up and they were like, basically what how you would cast drone operators to look. Yes. If you were, if they I, were actors. I, you know, <laughs> I guess you're right. And they had their own drone vehicle. They had a car. Yeah, they had. But they were like hitmen. Like they opened the back and they, they just start putting tubes mm-hmm. together. And you yeah, know, yeah, they, they were very impressive. Yeah, slapping cranks on it, and then mm-hmm. and they were so fast, and they were right. really good. And uh, we had we knew that um, Succession had filmed in Norway right. when we were there because a lot of our local crew had worked on Succession that, as well, and that was their big like, uh, you know, like yawn yeah, yawn, we'll do yeah, you. But just so you know, we just did Succession. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. Um, and then when we were watching the Norway episode uh, of Succession, of Succession, 
Right, not of Godin. <laughs> uh, they they go out to this retreat right. um, near a, with Madison River crew. Yeah, and it's in this beautiful uh, remote part of Norway. And in the background of one of the scenes, someone's flying a drone. Yeah, and it's our drone operator. I know he's. They got on camera. <laughs> he's on camera. Oh my god! As a drone operator. I know that's unbelievable. I and. I was just, I swear that's one of the drone operators. It was totally him. It was he so, kind of looked like so Greg funny. a little bit. He did. I know. So initially so, I thought it might be Greg, but then when I had to eyeball Greg it. in the foreground and then it's like, mm-hmm. okay. There can't be two Gregs. He's the Inspire 2 operator. Yeah. He has like the the body of Greg. Right. Um, but the brain of Tom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what a potent combo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. What What an Easter egg just for mm-hmm. four just, people. Exactly. <laughs> and maybe their family. Do you, did you recognize the drone? Were they using the Inspire? It was Inspire too. It was. Yeah, oh, there's, no qu- yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no there question is, about it. All I was wondering is, where's the other second operator? Oh, where was the second <laughs> That's operator? A great point. It's a scam. <laughs> One operator inspired two. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, they bullshitted us yeah. about needing two guys. Well, but they didn't need it to be worth. I mean, it, it wasn't filming anything. So maybe you can just play oh. with the drone if it doesn't oh, have a camera on it. A really, that's a really know. good point. Oh, drone, just trying to drone operator apologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need you need two operators for the Inspire Two. One to pilot it and one to operate the camera. But they took amazing. Uh, oh, the footage is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't. I mean, it was one of those things where I was like, no, no, just get the cheaper thing. I mean, who? Who cares? I can't yeah, tell yeah. the difference. But yes. then you you really, you look at it and it's like, oh. Yes, we're, I mean, it makes us look like succession. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very beautiful. Very beautiful. Yeah. So someday you'll get to see that, we hope. And in the meantime, you still have Inside Conan. Right. In the meantime, we're going to dig, we're going to keep living in the past. Yes. <laughs> One of our, <laughs> we're like old war veterans. Like, well, remember. What else can we dig up? Yeah. And well... The theme of this season, of course, as we dig into the past, is Conan on the road. Yeah. So all his Conan remotes, outside the studio. Travel shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that stuff where he left the desk. Right. And uh, our guest today is someone who I can safely say loved being outside the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loved Driving not- home. Exactly. Uh, Andy Richter. Yes, Andy mm-hmm. Richter, who actually I learned yes. was initially started the remotes for late night. Right. Like really was kind of the the remote guy initially. Yes. Like Conan was Conan was like the housewife. Yes. In the studio, making meals, taking care yes. of the kids. And Andy was the guy going out doing remotes mm-hmm. out on the road. Going out into the field. Initially, yeah. back in ninety-three and, and ninety-four. And then Kind of late, or the summer of 94, Conan started doing his own remotes. Mm-hmm. And, and then we his, were off to the races. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, so so Andy has a lot of really great memories uh, behind the scenes of some of those early remotes, like riding the gyroscope at space camp and interviewing bands while completely covered in mud at Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did finally get to find out a question that I had had, which was what he did with his downtime when we were in Berlin, when he wasn't working. Right. He was there for like three days. 
And but only taped one scene. Yes. So we're like, I know the whole time. I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah. Like, and I was I, jealous. Oh, so jealous. He was gallivanting around Berlin. He was. So here's Andy Richter. Well, we're here yeah. with an old friend. An old Hi. Hi. Somehow we he was. We had no one booked. He was in the hallway. We grabbed, we grabbed him, him, put a chloroformed bag over him. his head. Yeah. Sometimes not having anything to do really pays off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was just here. You know, there's snacks here. Uh, familiar faces. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Yeah. So I came in. And the second you relaxed, we, so, that's when we grabbed you. No, I was happy to come on. I uh, And I, I, I'm going to preface this. I told Mike this already. Um you not so much because I wasn't as mean to you. Um, <laughs> I listen. I listened to the previous version of this podcast that I had been on, which was in April of 2019, mm-hmm. which the first was time. yes, right. Which we were was, just getting started. Yes. Certainly, you were mm-hmm. probably very kind and gentle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will tell you what happened was is just that in at that time I had just. M- my marriage was ending and I had just moved out like two months before that. I think you had just come from therapy. That's exactly You had come from therapy, which you mentioned. I do therapy on the phone. Right. And I was in my office doing a like choking, sobbing therapy session and then was like, okay, done. (laughs) Time to go talk about the show. (laughs) Here's Andy Richter. No, but I came in, shot out of a rocket and I was so mean (laughs) to you, Mike. I was so shy. I don't, I don't remember. No, I just like, you were, you were like, I was, no, I just was, I was an asshole. Uh, Sorry. Jesus. Now, now I feel worse. I didn't know it was no, that bad. No, no, no. I was. <laughs> I think your <laughs> therapist owes me an apology for getting you that riled up. Well, I am curious, though. So, Andy, so you listened to that interview recently. Last night. Because yeah. you, oh you've been on the podcast since then, though. Yeah. You came on again. Have I? Yeah. Yes. It's like you deliberately wanted. <laughs> that's the, that's you the just only wanted one. to hear yourself be mean to me. Did I apologize then, too? You might have. Yeah. Oh, my already God. Already apologized. We probably yeah. had this conversation already. What was the second one about? Um, what, what are we I, focused on? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I didn't know that. I thought I was only on the one time. No, you've been yeah. on. You you had already made up for the first one. Right. Oh, good. And we yeah. have you booked for August so to weird. apologize a fourth have, time. I have yes. no recollection <laughs> Yeah. That whatsoever. But, th- you know, that was the, the the first one was supposed to be about remotes, which mm-hmm. we got right. to after about 45 minutes. Yeah. Of, of, me, <laughs> of, me, of me working things out. Uh-huh. And um, and the first thing I said about the remotes is, I don't remember lots of them. <laughs> no. and, and that's why is doing that- this podcast, there's so much stuff that I just don't remember. I'm, I'm sure well, it's a blur. So yeah, I mean, it's a blur the, for me. Especially in the old days, so many of the bits that we would do, um, it'd be like, you know, we need you downstairs at 1.30 to do this bit. Okay. And I might have kind of glanced at the bit. And, the, you uh-huh. know, everything's short, so it's not like there's any memorization. Go down and it's like, oh, here's your Imelda Marcos costume. Okay, dude. And talking about other things that are going on. And you put on the Imelda Marcos. The shoes. Get the makeup on and then go out and shoot it. And, you know, and it takes 10 minutes to shoot it. And then you take off all mm-hmm. the shit and you mm-hmm. go to rehearsal. And it just, 
you know, it's all just part of the day. And then it would get yeah. cut in rehearsal. Yeah, no one yeah. would ever see it. And yeah. Was, was I <laughs> or it would air that night and you're yes. already moving yeah. on to the next day. Yes, exactly. It was five yeah. nights a week back then. Yeah. It was. It was. And it was, yeah, and like I say, you there was it was so there was such a high volume of stuff yes. that you know I I mean it you know the Imelda Mar I mean I just say Imelda because yeah. I, I there was an Imelda Marcos was there? Right. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um and and I but you know it's like when you're doing it you just kind of you know there's cue cards like as performing right. goes you're not supposed to learn the lines yeah is the deal with cue right. cards yeah and you just yeah. go in and do the thing and you know it's very in the moment and you don't mm-hmm. devote a lot of you certainly aren't like thinking about your character. You know, you just. Well, I think that's probably, I mean, you're, I think you're touching on something that made you so good at what you did on the show is that you were very present in it. You weren't thinking too far in advance about like, oh, I'm going to, you know, have these quips. You were just in the moment yes. and improvising and responding. Uh, well, to yeah. What was happening. I mean, that's, that's the way I like to do it. And that also over the years I have, uh, I I fully believe that that's the best way yeah. to do it, especially a show like that. I you know like I would I always felt especially later during the TBS years I and I would say to Conan I said people want to see you and me spending an hour together mm-hmm. and people coming over they mm-hmm. want to experience this hour that you yeah. and I are experiencing. So we need to be within this hour and being ourselves. And that was, and I always wanted to kind of have fun because I felt like it was important for me to have, if I had fun within that hour, yeah. then it would be fun to watch uh-huh. yes. as opposed to sweating and worrying about how is this going to be perceived by the audience? It just seemed, you know, I mean, that was what rehearsal was for. Yeah. And even then. I mean, right? No, you were always. The, I feel like the red light never phased you. Like you were always just from the beginning, right? Able to put that out, that very, part out of it, just yourself, and kind of, you would always come across as very kind of relaxed. Oh, about. thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, it yeah, was just hanging out in Conan's garage. Yes. Well, that's I. Yeah, I always would when guests would be on and they would be super nervous. I'd say, "Have fun." Right. I said, mm-hmm. pursue your own fun on this thing. Yeah. Right. Because that's that's going to be fun that's to watch. No one can challenge yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Do I, you feel like uh, like sometimes would people afterwards be like, you know what, thank you. That that relaxed me. Not that I can. Not that I can. Totally. You totally got inside could, my head. Not that I can recall. And I mean, it was very, it was very right. infrequent that I would even Say, yeah. be in engaged with people before the show. Right. Most of the time I was seeing, I might have say hi, I might say hi or something mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. in the green room, but most of the time that when the people came out was when I would see them. And it was always interesting to me and in the early days, very surprising to me. Like I remember Sam Neill, uh, who I, who was I just love. so fantastic. Yeah. And, and also too, like now that I now, now that he's more of an like he's on Instagram, like uh-huh, he's, I know I just love him so much. Yeah. He's such a a real person. But he came on and he's like Mr. Handsome Movie Star right. to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and this was in the early days when I still felt like a hayseed, and he was a nervous wreck. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just I thought, oh right, he's 
not, human. Yeah, he's human, and he's not used to having to say things that haven't been written right. for him. Right. right. You know, he's, yes, he performs in front of people. And just be himself. Yeah, yeah. And, or to be himself and to mm-hmm. be accepted as Sam Neill and yeah. not, yeah. you know, Dr. What's-His-Face from right. Jurassic right. Park, you right. know? So I— uh, I never got a lot of a big chance, but I would tell I would tell people like in a commercial break or something, and a lot of people would turn to me and say, like I remember one of my favorite one, Jake Gyllenhaal, who um, the first time I ever met him, I was doing a bit on a MTV Movie Awards. It was in between Late Night and Tonight Show TBS mm-hmm. show, and me and Rachel Dratch, uh, Lindsay Lohan hosted the MTV oh Movie my Awards. God. And Rachel Dratch, capsule. Rachel Dratch, and I did a. It was two uh, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Dratch and I did a, a a bit where we were her parents, like uh-huh. an onstage mm-hmm. bit where we were her parents, and standing around in our red wigs, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Scarlett Johansson walked up to us, and Scarlett Johansson. And I, I had forgotten that she did a bit on the show when she was right. a tiny little kid, like ten oh. or something. But Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal was talking to me like. You're the guy that has been on that funny show that I've loved for so long. Yeah. Which was just, right. it's just so, so cool. It's, but it's weird. It's mm-hmm. just like, you know, you're a movie star. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm a clown. <laughs> what are you doing? So I've, you know, I've had like nice exchanges with him over the years. And mm-hmm. the last time he was on the TBS show, we were talking about something else as the segment producer came to take him away. And I walked him over to the curtain as we're finishing what we're talking about. And as he leaves, he goes, he says to me, and very earnestly, he's like, was that okay? Was that good? Mm-hmm. And, oh. I, and I just, I said, <laughs> I, I just said, honey, none of this matters. <laughs> none of this matters. It doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. And like, I said so to it him, wasn't good. Uh, no, I said, I said, did you have fun? Did oh, you enjoy yeah. the time that you were here? And he was like, yes. And I said, then it was a success. <laughs> and that's all you can control. And that's all that matters. Because I still don't believe mm. that. Jake Gyllenhaal doing that got people to go see whatever movie oh, he was no. in. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You know, I don't. The only, yeah. the only thing I ever felt that it moved the needle was books. You get on a mm. TV show and you can sell more books. Right. Like that's a tangible thing. But then they yeah. stopped having authors on TV shows. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, exactly. This but is like, helping it's, people. It's the same thing. It's like cancel band. You know, and guest mm. bands. It was fun, mm-hmm. but it. I don't think they ever. Never right. sold a lot of albums unless you were like brand new, brand new, right? Yeah. Breaking a new yeah, or yeah. A, a new comic or someone yeah. that people had never seen before. Yeah. Well, so Andy, we I know we already talked to you for fifteen minutes about remotes when you came out the first time, but that is what we wanted to talk about today because we're this whole season of Inside Conan is outside Conan. Oh, and so it's uh, remotes, okay, and travel shows. Yeah, and you've done a lot of all of those things. Yes, I have. Um, well, hey, why don't I name some of uh, your top viewed remotes mm. and see if these jog any memories, if you have sure. any memory of doing any of these. Sure. <laughs> okay, the Space Camp remote in um, Huntsville, Alabama. Say no. Yeah, no, I <laughs> no, I do remember that. But the, <laughs> the main thing that I remember that from that is that we shot that, and it was fun. 
and I got to like ride in you one of those space mm-hmm. camp. gyrotron yeah, kind yeah. of things or whatever. The zero gravity. Yeah, and I, G, were I, there G forces? And no, you no, know those things that are sort of right. amusement yeah, it's like a, park. Right. Exactly. You know, like it's a gyroscope but that you get put. They in put through. a NASA sticker on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And charge you triple. Yeah. yeah, and I and they did have I think some things that were more kind of you know, daring or extreme, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for just for the day and me being a grown up, I don't think they let me do <laughs> much. So, but it was a, re- I, I mean, I don't remember too much about the shoot. I think that was my idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went at, at that night out to dinner. Um, and I think Jeff Adio right. was, a, was in like charge. A yeah. He was yeah. a producer on it. And, uh, and he, he was an early Jordan Schlansky. He, yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, he liked to live large, let's mm-hmm. just say. Mm-hmm. And, um, we found like, he found like the best restaurant in Huntsville, Alabama, mm-hmm. which oh, was wow. so, that yeah. is living large. <laughs> no, but it was like, it was a night. It was like uh-huh. a young, ambitious chef. Oh, oh yeah. Opened wow. a nice restaurant in a strip mall. Like a prefix menu. And it, yeah. And it was the first place I ever had. I just remember it was a watermelon salad with like goat cheese mm-hmm. and balsamic vinegar, which now is like. Yeah, but it right. was probably the, pretty fancy. The then. first time I ever had that yeah. in my life. And I was like, watermelon <laughs> with in onions and vinegar. It's the best thing in I've Alabama. ever eaten. In Alabama. Yeah. It's the best thing I've ever eaten, you know? Yeah. That and it was hot. I, mm-hmm. Those are the things I remember about that one, so. <laughs> I love the things that stick out in our memory. Yeah. Oh, I'm the Absolutely. same way where I'm like, I couldn't tell you what I ate that day. Right, right. Mention another one. I want to hear more okay, okay. menu <laughs> items. <laughs> um, okay, what about uh, the camping trip? To Harriman State Park in New York. Um, yeah, that was. I remember that. Yeah, that yeah. was like a Saturday, uh, and it was that was one of that one. That one felt sweaty. That oh, one, it was sweaty. Yeah, that one. I mean, by sweaty, I mean we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of ideas. Camping's tough. I mean, that's a tough. Yeah, it's, and I, you're pretty isolated. And- yeah, and I just it was like I don't know, you know, and sometimes. Also, in those days, we did so many remotes that you just get out and feel like, I don't know, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, uh, I, this, I is yeah, this is Saturday. Oh, yeah, this is Saturday. I don't Saturday. know. I, yeah. Saturday, that shocks me. I yeah. don't remember. Oh, that's messed up. It was on yeah. the weekend, yeah. Oh. We didn't well, do it in just one day. That's. That uh, was, and did you have to spend the night? No, no. no, no we just okay. drove up and drove yeah, back. Yeah. Pretending there was, to camp. There was, yeah. there was, that was the in the early days, too, a lot of, a lot of like, what was tough about remotes and especially like in the early days, cause I did Robert had me start, had me do remotes, mm-hmm. but he didn't. And I'd only, he, t- I talked to when him. When the show started. Yeah. And, and, and when the show started. started. Yeah. Um, cause we were, you know, trying to use every part of the right, animal. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, and you were kind of this free radical. You could go off. Yeah. And shoot he, stuff yeah. and bring and it back. And he was very aware at the time of, Letterman's remotes were so indelible in people's right, minds right. that he didn't. We and we were lived in reaction to a lot of things sure. that had been done before. Yes, so he felt Conan going and doing remotes would be too much. Like we're trying to be right, Letterman, right. so to send me out and kind of you know, it's like Dum Dum discovers the world. Right. Kind of you know, was that right, kind right, of right? Um, so I I did. I don't know, like. 13 or 14 remotes. Uh-huh. And then and then it was just kind of, he was like, those look like fun. And I, right. you know, and we did mm-hmm. some together and then he started doing uh-huh. his own and I would do my own. Uh-huh. Um, 
but there was, there would be stretches. I think there was like one stretch where, cause I would work all week. The show was five days a week. And then I'd go do a remote on the weekend and then come back and have to edit it. You know, like oh, I, I would have to yeah. edit the piece myself. It was my piece to yeah. edit. And, um, That's cause I mean, you stop doing them. No, no, no. <laughs> but Wait there a was minute. like, there was a stretch, I think where it was, I worked like 35 days in a row or mm. something like oh, that because wow. I'd go, you know, I'd go shoot all weekend then come back and then have mm-hmm. to do the show. And then the next weekend there'd be another thing to do. Right. And so it, it got to be. And editing took so took long so back long. then. Yeah. Cause it was we literally go, tape machines. Yeah. And you'd go shoot. 10 hours of footage mm-hmm. and you right. have to ca- the first thing like any any film student will tell you the first thing is to log your footage you have to watch yeah. it all. sit and watch 10 hours of, yeah, yeah. of this stuff and we never ha- we didn't never had anyone logging the footage while you shot it no so no mm-hmm. you were like oh okay yeah, yeah. let's no, go you see come what's back on and there have to there kind of scan through, through. yeah, yeah. And scan through notes. yeah and, he, and even that and it's like I mentioned it on when I we talked about this before we didn't, nobody knew how to do this. Right. Nobody knew how to, mm-hmm. n- they don't teach you this no. in film school. They don't teach you this <laughs> at Harvard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were just kind of making it up as we went along, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, so it could I be I mean, Robert exhausting. probably had experience from SNL and yeah, but, Conan maybe. I don't know. But but not yeah. not in, like, go to the Miss America pageant, right. shoot for a full day yeah. and a half, right. come home and make— and you need a beginning, middle, end. Yeah, right. yeah, and, yeah. and it's like, is this going to be seven minutes? Is it going to mm-hmm. be two acts? What is it going to, you know? Although, mm-hmm. Robert, if you show with Robert, he was, he had the whole edit in his head. Yeah. I always felt like the way women are born with all their eggs, he was born with all <laughs> every edit he was ever going to make. And then he's releasing them yeah. once a month. Because yes. sometimes you'd be like, okay, let's move on. And he'd be like, no, 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 no. We need this one shot of the, the guard dog barking or turning or and mm-hmm. and then when like a week later in the edit it was this perfect You're puzzle like, oh, yes that yeah. fit in yeah. and i yes I he also though robert it was ama- is robert amazing robert is watch. a brilliant genius yes. but he also would make everyone crazy because sometimes he he was like a painter that didn't know when to stop mm-hmm. the painting you know okay. yeah yeah and and in this case too the painting went on tv Right, it was scheduled right, right, right. to go on television. Yeah. yeah, and there were a couple. There were a couple times where he was in an edit room. Some the hairy, bands playing right. the warm up, right. and he's like, "I got a couple more cuts." Right, and then they would have to feed the remote from the edit sure. room that yeah. he was in, yeah. rather than bring mm-hmm. it back to the control That's room. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was really. It was really. It, it was like by the seat of the pants. Yeah, I used to have to do the warm up early on, and I'd be editing things for that night show, and I'd yeah. have to run up, do the warm up, and go back. I remember Ugh. going back down to keep editing in the. 15 minutes Conan was out there and the band was playing. To get wow. it done and to ready get for the it show. done oh, and wow. then run it up. Yeah. Like during the monologue. During the monologue. Yeah. And, wow. thro- and seeing someone physically oh. so, put the tape in the machine. It's so weird to that. think about working that hard. Yeah. You know? Like, because you just. Your body can't yes. take that yeah. stress. Yeah. And the notion. And of your just, brain is like, why are you doing this? The notion <laughs> of being on a late night talk show and staying there till mm-hmm. five o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. to edit a comedy piece mm-hmm. is like. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. What? No, yeah. why would you do that? That's your priority is <laughs> wrong. Yeah, you know? yeah. You're it's not doing for young, brain surgery. Yeah. It's for young people. It's, it's young like wars. People. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Send them yeah. out there to the bet. Like, why did I do Wars that? Wars and yeah. sketch comedy. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Live improv shows. Okay, what about uh, the Woodstock remote? Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a big one. Um, yeah. Yeah, we went up there, um, and it was— and that was the 1994 Woodstock. Yeah, that wasn't the, the one. Yeah, the famous one that has the documentary. And I didn't even, I didn't, like, I watched that one. I was like, I don't remember. I've never I seen like, it. Yeah. I, yeah, I watched the documentary. And I think there might even be a couple of documentaries. But yeah, it just was a disaster. Um, whereas this one wasn't such a disaster. And it was, and I think it was more like in the same location as the original. Right. Uh-huh. I maybe not exactly, but very close to the it same. It was kind yeah. of, yeah, evocative of the original. And, uh, and we drove up there. And also, too, for just me, like out in the hot at a music festival, It's and I was saying like in the van, I was so crabby. I was like, this is, <laughs> a, on the entire <laughs> earth, this is like one of the last places I would want to be oh at this God. particular yes. moment. Let's go. And it was my idea. <laughs> I was going to wear a suit um, because I thought it would a be bit, a funny. Like a dress yeah, suit. yeah. Uh-huh. Like wear because I would always wear a suit on the show. Um, but then it was so hot that I couldn't. I just I think I wore jeans and a sport coat, which was already stifling. Yeah, right. Um, and then we walked around and did, I, I mean, again, that was kind of like Lucy Goosey. Robert had the idea for me to at because in the spirit of like hippy dippy sharing. I would go around and share people's food, mm-hmm. um, which I, you know, like I always f- those things under the, put those kind of bits under the category of fatty loves to eat. Mm. Um, and I, and I try to, you know, keep them to a minimum. Um, like it's the same thing. We used to do bits where we would use nudity and like my nudity uh, in, in different bits, which right. is, and, and it's, but it's like, there were some writers that were like a little lazy and they would need an ending. And it's uh-huh. just like, and then you were in a cross nude. And I'd be like, no, no, that's, <laughs> that is a, that is a special weapon again. that we only uh-huh. use in certain situations. So I, you know, I was like, oh, eat. Okay. I'll eat. And it was a funny bit and it was good. Yeah. And, you know, um, and then I don't know. I, oh, and then I, and then I slid down a hill with mud. We had talk, yeah, I talked about this. Yeah. yeah. I got, and got completely covered in mud. Right. And it was, I mentioned this. To the Woodstock the old, song. The yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mentioned this that like Robert and I were standing watching because we knew kids were muddy because there was a bunch of muddy kids around. Yeah. And uh, we were standing watching where they were going down. We went and saw it. And like, I could tell I was, I was turning to him. I could tell he, and I was like, I said, like, I have to get in that mud, don't I? Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. I did that, and then I went and interviewed a bunch of bands right, covered right, in right. mud. Covered uh-huh. like um, but it was really fun. I got poison ivy from the mud. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was still uh. was, it's still, like, it's still, it was, it, it never got to be, it never got to overcome, like, oh, I don't want to be here. Right, right. It's right. so hot. Said, and yeah, yeah, I mean, and yeah. just all this, like. It was still like, just, what's yeah, next? What's yeah. What are we shooting next? And, just, and also, I'm also, quite frankly, like a lot of bands I didn't give a shit about. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, it would have been some bands I wanted yeah. more. Yeah, I mean, then maybe. But even then, I, you know, like, I didn't want to go out into the. But who wants to, yeah, like. You, crowd, you know. And you're there working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I find it hard to. Some people, I think, are maybe good at that. Like, if you're out working at something, to then go, oh, you know, you can come over now and enjoy 
yeah. it's kind of like, ugh, no, it's already been ruined for me. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Get a shower. Yeah, I'll come were back there, soon. Were there remotes that you were excited to do in terms of like, oh, this is something I would be doing anyway, and it's great that I can double this up with work? Well, definitely there was... I got interesting access. Right. Yes, that's yes. what Things. I was thinking about. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like the like I did one from the Super Bowl, which I, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a big right. football fan, right. but just to be at the Super Bowl was pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. And to see With the press kind of pass and, yeah, and yeah. to see the weird things. Like we were we were in a ridiculous stretch limo and that you have to go through about four checkpoints to get back to like the backstage right. media area. Right. Mm-hmm. And when we were driving in, we had this very funny driver who I was way in the back. And there was like eight of us and, you know, it was like the camera right. guys and yeah. stuff all in the stretch limo with smoked up windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, we pull up and I just said, tell them it's Senator Ted Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> and so he did that. He just would oh, roll down great. the window and go like, I have Senator Ted Kennedy <laughs> in the back. And like, right okay. on through. Uh, and we went through no every, and nobody checked oh, anything. Oh, oh those are the good old every days. Every checkpoint. Wow. Every Man. checkpoint till we got to the- I bet the, you could like, still do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's still alive. Uh, we don't have time to check. <laughs> right, right, right. But, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was- uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I never have been to a Super Bowl since or care to uh, be in one ever. Yeah, know? that's, no. a, I mean, yeah. that's enough. Yeah, Con- yeah. Conan did a, a pregame show once that I, with Bob Costas that I, oh, in Tampa. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we wound it up like uh, half an hour before the game started. And it, it, it felt like you were at an event that had nothing to do with football. Yeah. And no one was there uh-huh. really to watch a game. Right. And you just, my, I just wanted to get out of there. Yeah, you know, it it's just, just like rich people get to hang out with their friends and yeah, it just didn't. It seemed uh, yeah like not a fun. I'm very intimidated event. by sports stuff anyway because I don't know that much about sports you know, and I always you always say that, but you know you follow sports. Your shirt right now. Yeah. Well, I like baseball. You're a baseball fan. I like baseball, and I have, but that has been sort of a late in life. Uh, and you like, played football in high school. I played football, oh, but yeah. I don't. I don't follow. You wrestled in the well, There's so much to know. I mean, <laughs> some people, the minutia of what you could know. Yes. Right, yes. Absolutely and I'm always, level. it always feels like, and I mean, I was never particularly bullied or anything. I'm a large person. So, uh, I, but, yeah, but I, I always bully feel you. like, I always feel like somebody's going to be like, wait, you don't know anything about sports. Right, and then I'm going right. to get noogies or something, right. you know. And, <laughs> Nerd. But, like I had to go, I, I did the, uh, I did a basketball NBA playoffs and it was the Houston Rockets and somebody else. Cause it was in Houston. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I had to ask questions at the, at the press conference after the game. Oh, oh that, that, is intimidating. that would scare the hell yeah. out of yeah. me. And oh, Robert was feeding me the questions. Oh. I didn't even oh, know no. what I was oh, asking, but that, oh my God. That That's was even did you worse. Have fun huh? out there with the ball? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you don't even but know. Well, and it's oh. also too, at I think stuttering John was there. Oh. And I just felt like, well, I'm, I'm doing what he does. Yeah. Like, right. I'm just a cheap imitation of stuttering <laughs> right, John right. at this point, you know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That is, it's an, I mean, I would be intimidated. Anywhere, yeah. like, yeah. The idea of you getting bullied, I, you're the, I always say you're the, the strongest, most naturally strong person I've ever oh. met. Oh, yeah. Why do you, what have you seen him lift? I have, I, no, I, I used to like, early on, I like try to wrestle with you or attack you. <laughs> and I remember you were just kind of like, you just closed sort of your gravity. arms around me and just went, 
like a like a hydraulic press, and I literally just fell. I literally fell to the floor. I was just like, Jesus! I I it was. I remember it to well, this day. I, it was very gratifying. I, I'm I'm not as strong as I used to be. I mean, like I can feel it, but that's just because I'm getting older, and I and I don't. Like, I used to go to the gym a lot more than yeah, I do yeah. now. You went to the Warner Brothers gym, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I had a regular thing set up there. Um, but I just, and I, you know, um, but I also, I worked a lot when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I did a lot of physical labor. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, 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 you know, I lifted heavy things onto right. trucks. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that it's the best does, workout. Yes, it does, it is. You know, yeah. it is like that because it's, you know, it's like if you, it's if natural. you shake a yeah. roofer's hand, right. it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's Rock. like shaking a couch cushion, like a firm <laughs> couch. They're just, their hands are just yeah. so muscular uh-huh. from working. Right. And I used to kind of have that with my back and, you know, and uh-huh. I just had a body strength. I could lift lots of heavy yeah. things. I mean, I still can do it. Like I have, I can't, the ho- my the house that I just moved out of, the house that I moved into, uh, that I lived in alone in, in Burbank, I ordered a dresser and a, like a big dresser, like, you know, like about probably about five and a half feet high and probably about, and about five feet wide. It was mm-hmm. a big, heavy dresser and it got delivered and left in the driveway. Ugh. And I didn't, uh, I didn't have any, and I got it into the house no. myself. Uh, no. And yeah. Absolutely. I, the with physics a, of that? I don't even. A, well, it was from working <laughs> at a moving company. Yeah. And I had, I had a, a, a hand truck. Uh-huh. And I had a furniture dolly. Oh, okay. And, That's, and, that helps. and when you know a few, when you know a few tricks, like when you, you right. learn some tricks in moving. How to balance it. Yeah. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. a big dresser like that, you put it on its side on a furniture dolly mm-hmm. and then you're basically like moving a refrigerator that's on big wheels, you know? Yeah. Right. But like I had to get it up three steps uh, with Ooh. a hand truck alone and then like tip it into the house onto the dolly. Had to like run around to the back of the house to get to the other side of it because it was in the doorway. But getting (laughs) it up the stairs myself with a hand truck, I really felt like I could feel my guts being pushed out of the, you know, like scrotum hole at the bottom of my (laughs) abdomen. I was like, it was like if I had- The bottom's falling out. One more. We have scrotum holes. (laughs) One more. I had no idea. Uh, after, when we're done, I'll show you. Okay. Um, but no, but at, I was like, if there was one more step, I uh-huh. think I would have like just sprung <laughs> just a gut. Yeah. And yeah. I, I hope someone was watching. Like, whenever I do anything physical, you want someone around. Oh, no. So. I got it. I mean, I just, Otherwise, like, I'd I bore my say, wife with it. I said to, you know, virtually everyone that would come right. to like, Of course. I, that I brought that all the way right. in there by yeah, yeah. So I would put a sticker on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This was carried three steps yeah. stories, but it is amazing though. I think the bo- you're capable of so much more when you when you're in a situation like that too, where you're like, I gotta now. Yeah, what am I gonna is, do? Well, I gotta take care of this. Yeah. I got yeah. myself into this mess. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I gotta finish this. Yeah. It's amazing what you can do <laughs> when there's a dresser in your driveway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really only one option. Yeah, I'm, I'll be too embarrassed if yeah. someone comes home and sees this here. <laughs> I can't leave. I can't just yeah. put my clothes in here and leave it out here. <laughs> exactly. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. 
Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh-oh. Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. <laughs> well, I, you probably remember uh, revisiting your Chicago apartment. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, there's two. That's a two-parter. That was yeah. That was really popular. One. We, we yeah, we went all over the place. Yeah, I mean, because it wasn't Conan just, was in that too, right? Yeah, you, yeah. You were showing yeah, him yeah. around. That was that that whole remote was the two of us going around, right? And I think because he lived there too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think, and but I think that it was supposed to be me showing Conan around right. all my that's favorite my haunts, memory. and some of them were. Kind of my favorite haunts, yeah. and then there were other that like they just kind of yeah, some great like old German dive bars, right. cool. you know, yeah, that were like at times mm-hmm. like in mid-April would make you a little nervous if you know what I mean. Uh, these old <laughs> old German bars. <laughs> April, oh, April, yes, yes, April. April oh, to, yes, I understand. April 20th. Late, just yes. look it up, folks. A little past the 15th. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but... Yeah, and that, I mean, their, and there were some. Patrick's there were some some German <laughs> bars. I, they've all kind of they've all kind of like petered been, out. Yeah, I mean, they've all been kind of yeah. watered down. But there was like some German. Like there was one that we never went to very much that a friend of mine and I went to once, and you had to buzz in, and she and I buzzed in, and we both look like we look like Hansel and Gretel together. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, even coming in like there's like this old this old Helga behind the bar, kind of looking, right. really looking, really clocking oh, us, and like, all like, are right, you cops? Buzz? No, or not, are you not cops? I'm yeah, sure yeah. that it was like, uh, you know, are your ancestors south of right, Belgium? Right, right, right. Probably, right. you know. Yeah. Um, and so, but, and then just, and then really not feeling welcome the Uh entire time. And it's all just old crowds going like, "Mm." wow. You know, there, there's a German neighborhood on the Upper East Side. I don't even know if any remnants of that are left. It's watered down too, because I used, there was a restaurant up there, uh, called the Ideal Restaurant that was, (laughs) uh, it was a German restaurant and it was, it was like one of those, just a long 
diner counter uh, uh. and then a big stove full of cast iron pans full of oil for making schnitzel <laughs> that never moved. That just were there. All, the like same oil. Hot for yeah. 50 years. <laughs> Sounds ideal. Um, and then- Do you um, like German food? I love German food. You do? Food. Yeah. I really do. I, I, Is there a good German food in LA? Is there anywhere to go? Uh, no. The only, I mean, there is a couple places, but I mean, A, it's so bad for you. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. so much of it is so bad just for bread you. bread and meat. And I just usually wait to go back to Illinois because there's still a mm-hmm. few good ones mm-hmm. there. And this, um, okay, this is a little detour, but you also came uh, to the Conan in Berlin show. Yes. Which I, we've both said is one of our favorites. Yes. I mean, yeah. so hilarious. And the segment you're in is... Yes. Just one of the... Yeah, Where yeah. you guys learned favorites. the shoe plotler dance. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> danced alongside these two brothers, these German brothers. And their dad. And their dad. Yeah. That, yeah. It's real. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, that was hilarious. It was, I mean, Conan had started doing the international remotes. And when they started, the first one was Cuba. Mm-hmm. And it it kind of happened. And and I was I was actually... Supposed to do, uh, we were going to shoot a remote of me being the grand marshal of a Mardi Gras parade. Yeah, mm. and it, but it, it 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 so happened that the Conan thing got booked, and it and he was going to Cuba like five days after I would have been in New Orleans. So it was just a manpower, man woman power oh, thing. The crew was yeah, the crew beat. would yeah. they were they were going to say you know it was too soon before Cuba mm-hmm. to do my yeah. thing mm-hmm. and and for the writers that would need to go and, and mm-hmm. edit. Mm-hmm. So uh I still went and I and I, yeah, I just you still oh. got to be Grand Marshal. It's yeah. even better. I got to eat weed brownies during the whole thing and <laughs> oh, I have to worry remember that about, now. about oh, that would have been a great remote uh, though. I rode in a I rode in like a little homemade kind of um rickshaw bike thing and that some guy behind me and he had a big coffee can full of weed brownies that he was just eating constantly what as he's like pushing you know riding a bike my big ass around Uh, new orleans uh, uh, uh. but i had so i got to go down there and just have fun i didn't have to worry about making tv and uh and then the the cuban thing happened and i was and then i remember one time in the monologue meeting going like well is it going to be like uh, two acts or are we going to do it as different acts throughout mm-hmm. the week? Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, mm-hmm. no, it's its own special. It's mm-hmm. its own hour long special. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and then, you know, and then as they started to stack up, I, w- I started to feel a little left out. You know, I started to feel a little bit like, you know, like, well, I'd like to go on a trip to a <laughs> yeah. different country. <laughs> right. So when the Germany thing came around, I mean, and it was it. You know, and he, in you know, it made he took people that it made sense, like to take right. Stephen Young to yeah. Korea, right. Sona to Armenia. Yeah, it makes sense to like me to Korea. You know, like <laughs> I like kimchi. You yeah. know, um, so it made sense to take me to Germany just because of my last name and mm-hmm. whatever. You know, and uh, but it was so it was so much fun in a way because. I mean, you guys know better than I do. Those are very kind of seat of the pants. Yeah. And I yes. got to fly first class on Lufthansa. Uh-huh. Oh. So nice. Oh, my God. So nice. <laughs> the Germans really have figured out. Like the seat. Like travel. the chair was just 
It was like, <laughs> it was like, uh, if what, like a, a BMW chair. was a Rolls Royce or something. And just like German uh, flight attendants that I, I, I feel like I, <laughs> like they, I don't, I may be transposing this to something else, but I feel like they were wearing gloves. Like, oh, yes, yeah. yes, they yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. I no, because I know in, in Alitalia, yeah. on, when you fly Alitalia, yeah. as you board, they're all wearing these like fantastically Oh, like, like dress gloves? beautiful oh. brown yeah. leather gloves right. that fit perfectly. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and I want to say that the German uh, flight attendants had that, but I don't think they did. That sounds right. <laughs> but, I, but it was just like, you know, would you like some champagne? And I'm, you know, kind of agnostic about champagne, but sure, sure. And then it's like, holy shit. That's the best it's champagne I've ever had in my every, life. Right. You know? <laughs> Movies are better on airplanes. Yeah. Champagne. Um, and then we stayed in the beautiful old hotel mm-hmm. right that um had bullet holes in it from from world war ii mm-hmm. yeah because it had been a bank or something and and partisans right. had holed up bank. in it or something uh, you know and uh um, wanted their money out and my whole experience of that trip was me you know having dinner with you guys and then well what's tomorrow like well we're going out to shoot some stuff in the morning we'll be back around one Okay, so I got. <laughs> so your call time is. I got yeah. I got from two, when I wake yeah. up until one to go mm-hmm. wander, and I just yeah. yeah you what'd you, you do? bought a lot of stuff. I remember you bought yeah. Christmas gifts. I bought and, some artwork oh, and yeah. stuff like mm-hmm. old, um, well, not I mean old prints and mm-hmm. stuff. Right. But I just and I if I had it to do over again, I would have done because I kind of just decided I'm just gonna because the ho- you know the hotel was in a nice area. I'm just going to go that way. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm going to yeah, just, wander yeah just wander and not really. And then as I would go, I'd kind of read up on things, you right. know, like what I was seeing. Um, but it was about like three or four days of that. Uh, yeah. And then, and then I, you know, like one day I think like I just wasn't used at all. Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> and then, and then it would be, you know, we'll need you at one. And then emailing and, you know, I'd get a, an email or a text, you know, we're, we're, we're not coming late. back till three. Yeah. All right, so we push it till mm-hmm, three, and mm-hmm. then it's like probably five, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so I just kept <laughs> having more and more time to just hang out in Berlin, and I had never been to Germany, so it was really mm-hmm. oh yeah, it was really fun. Have you been back, or was that your no, one time? No, no, yeah. I, I would like to go sometime. Yeah. How was the German I love, food? I love Germany. Yeah, <laughs> the German food was excellent. <laughs> oh, good, it was very good German food. Not as good and, as Illinois. Right. No, no. <laughs> um, but then that bit with the with the brothers was. It the was, dancing, pre- yeah, it was mm-hmm. pretty funny. And I mean, and the, oh, it's, the, oh, it's yeah. one of my favorites. And, but even when, and again, the thing that I will take away from that was at one, because the brothers were, there's all kinds of acrobatic shit mm-hmm. that they do, yes. like holding each other up, upside, upside down. down and and mm-hmm. I tried to do that with Conan. Slap, right. While he slap supposed to be slapping my butt. Right. And <laughs> upside down. He was missing my butt oh. and slapping. The backs of my legs uh-huh. so hard that, like, when I got back to the hotel, there were just like Conan Welts. handprints, oh, no. stinging red oh, he hands, was, like smacking the hell oh, out of the. Oh, and back. I was and I was like going, you know, and I think I even said to him, just, like, less if, realistic. If you want yes. to do that again, please hit my butt this time. <laughs> that, it, yeah, because the know. butt has the nice padding, yeah. and and he also was not holding back. No. He was no. wailing <laughs> on me, you know, as I'm holding that him upside down. Yeah, I, I could have dropped that. him on his head yeah. and he's yeah. still 
<laughs> I remember that was one take. You yeah. were just kind of like, okay, yeah. I'll hold <laughs> it upside it. down once. Yeah. And then we and then we ended the thing in this crazy, and this was again mm-hmm. like just seemed like so Berlin-y to mm-hmm. me. Um a nightclub mm-hmm. that was in an old building right that was like eight walk-up stories and there were yeah. different some right, people yes. lived on some floors yes. and then other yes. floors were production you studios to see people, like maybe doing heroin yeah. in the stairwell and, and then it was like a like, movie from the 60s <laughs> yeah and something. then there was like a, you know like one floor is just a bar mm-hmm. yeah. like oh mm-hmm. and then the next floor down you're like yeah. oh people live here we yeah. can't just <laughs> go in there <laughs> And um, and then a giant courtyard with like three hundred people. Drinking. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then and I was only used in that a couple of times. It was like me and you know Conan was crowd. supposed to be DJing. Right. Yeah, yeah. And right. it's like me and Flula were together. Right, Flula looking, yeah, looking, mm-hmm. uh, you know, disproving. Right. And uh, <laughs> and then so it was like it was like six hours of just kind of hanging around in this yeah. crazy weird nightclub and uh, yeah. getting to wander a little bit. Uh, and then I left, and then I heard like, like that after a certain point, the entire place becomes like a freeform sex club, <laughs> and that a few of our crew members were, oh, you know, oh, I definitely left surprising. before that. Yeah, yeah, I left before that. I, yeah, some people were letting their hair down. I think I don't mm-hmm. know exactly which hair. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was well and yeah, you it's know, bit yeah, Betty Bye. Yeah, wink and blink and nod land. <laughs> exactly. I hope we're going to end on. <laughs> well, we can because we're going to have Andy back. Yeah. We know it. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, more apologies remember, coming from you. I'll remember this time. Yeah. yeah sure. Now I got to go back and I got to go back and see what I said the second time. The middle time. time. I yeah, know. Yeah. You might have stuff to apologize for there. Oh, now you're going to forget <laughs> talking about remotes you forgot about. Yes. Yes. Well, if you do. It's you, many layers. Well, What's well, funny is we, as we talk about mm-hmm, it, there are mm-hmm. like ones that I then remember, you know, um, they come back to mind. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right. We did that. Right. Oh, yeah. You right. know, like well, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking like we drove an ice cream truck around one. That was a uh-huh. great one. You know, and I and I hadn't thought about that in years and it just was in my head when you mm-hmm. were talking about mm-hmm. the camping one. Yeah. Right. It was around that time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, it was just like a Saturday and there wasn't like mm-hmm. a lot of ideas. It was just. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Yeah, go and out. It, and- <laughs> around that time, you did one where literally backstage had a map. Of the tri-state area, and you uh-huh. threw a dart. Oh yeah, and it, the, it was, was some college. T- oh no, it was some little nowhere. That's one yeah. South Centerville. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's on the list. Well, it's on yeah. the list. We yeah. covered everything on the list. Yeah, yeah, that one was. And that, then you just went there, kind of. That's that was, a great that was, way to pick that, a remote. Yeah. That was very Huel Hauser because we just yeah. kind of were like, yes. "Hey, there's some people in their yard. Let's <laughs> let's go yeah. talk to them. Can we you go know? in your pool? Yeah, yeah. We don't have a pool. That was a very Sometimes those could get because you felt the pressure of like I gotta make right. some television yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I gotta make some television I here. Know. I I also was think one I should say like nothing should, happening is good for a beat maybe, but right. then yeah. something has no. To you yeah, yeah, something has to happen. Well, what were you gonna to, say? I oh, interrupted you. I was just remembering, and this is this was a remote, but just it was a, in a comedy bit, mm. um, and often things would be presented to us. Uh, you know, so-and-so's coming to town mm-hmm. and they're going to be signing books. You want to do anything at the book signing or something? <laughs> so somebody said, somebody came in and was like, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, Macho Man Randy mm-hmm. Savage, are going to be across the river at like a, a 
A book signing. A marina. <laughs> no. There was a boat They've show. They've done it again. At a marina in Volume Hoboken. Uh huh. Across the river. like, And and they're like, do you want to do it? And it's like, oh, I got to think of something for yeah. Hulk Hogan yeah, and Randy yeah. Savage. And so I came up with this idea that the devil appears. And it was John H. John Benjamin, mm-hmm. uh, voice mm-hmm. of Bob's Burgers and Archer. Yeah. Um, and he was the devil and presented me with my heart's desire if I would sign my soul over to him. And I'd signed it over and Conan's like, what are you doing? And then I go, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, bring it on. And then it just mm-hmm. turns out that uh, my heart's desire is driving around in a speedboat in firing a guns <laughs> with Hulk Hogan and Randy <laughs> yeah. Savage. Yeah. Firing guns in the air. Woo! Yeah. That's really funny. In the Hudson Bay. And so we went across, we went to shoot that and... God bless Bill Tull, uh, who has passed on. Yes, but prop he, prop our prop master, uh, he got he he got he drove the van, which he didn't need to drive the van. But he's like, <laughs> I'm going to drive the van, and he drove through like the garment district on the west side, going 60 miles an hour, <laughs> just so fast, cutting corners to where like yeah. I'm sitting in the passenger van, and if there hadn't been glass in the window, I could have kissed. A, a, a person standing on the oh corner. Oh, my God. Cutting it so close, people going, whoa! Yeah. Sma- smacking sounds, side view mirrors. Like whack, whack, whack. You know, oh, wow. as we're oh driving down. God. Yeah. We get out. We were get you a, in a hurry? Uh, Bill, Bill, Bill was, was always in a hurry. Bill was, yeah. So we get out there. and there's wanted a, to meet Randy Savage. We would go, you know, we went out and shot the thing. And we had... A bunch of, you know, we'd always overthink it and bring a bunch of props and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> rubber they, chicken. Bill had a little kid's fishing rod. And for some reason, and he was being real casual with with Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. Randy Savage was fine. But he, he somehow he got on this thing that he lost the fishing rod. And he, he got on this thing that Hulk Hogan had taken it. Uh- <laughs> and he kept going. Hey Hulk, where's my fishing rod? You know, it's a kid's fishing rod. You can't use it. What do you? Bill told us. Yeah, yeah. He's he's saying like, "Come on, Hulk, give me the." You know, yeah. Hulk, where's my fishing rod? Like teasing him, and and Hulk at first is like, "Ha ha ha," and then he's like, "No, no, seriously, where's my fishing rod?" (laughs) Bugging him throughout, just in in little bits, and then would you know would know to like back off for a while. And then dive in again, like, hey, come on, seriously. I need that fishing rod. We're gonna we might want to do it for a bit, you know. And so we finished the thing and, and it's time for Hulk and Randy Savage to go sign autographs in the boat show pavilion. Mm. We get back in the van. Bill insists on driving again as, and someone's like, oh, we someone else can drive. Uh, but like, <laughs> Bill's like, no, 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 I got, I'll drive. I got the keys. <laughs> we pull out of the place, but then he stops in front of the pavilion and goes, hold on, I, I got to get something. Gets out, runs in, runs in for a few minutes, comes back out, oh. gets in the van and I said, well, I said, what did you forget? I said, you didn't bring anything. He goes like, I just want to go back in and ask Hulk for the fishing rod one more time. <laughs> that was really, well, really it was, he really did He that. wasn't doing a bit. Uh, no. Oh. And he used it in his next bout on WWE. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, fucker. He, he said, he, he said like, because he was signing autographs, he goes like, and yeah, he goes, he goes, that time he he looked a little hot. He looked a little, <laughs> it's like the last time he did, he looked a little mad. I pushed that it is, too far. Yeah. Serious ball bust. Yeah. I know. That's I love great. That story. Yeah, I do too. Well, thank you so much, Andy. Thanks. Sure. Andy. Really it was fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You'll be back. I want to I see will. that dresser someday. <laughs> <laughs> it's in storage right now. 
Thanks to our old friend, Andy Richter. Thank you, Andy, for joining us. Yeah. And, oh, of course, Andy has his own Team Coco podcast. <laughs> the three questions, not three questions, the three questions. Be sure to check it out. Guess what? What, Jesse? We've got a listener question. Oh, as day follows night. <laughs> Who's it from? It's, well, uh... Tanner Boyd. It's from Tanner Boyd. From Cat. Camus Washington. Washington. Tanner says, hey, Mike and Jesse, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Uh, Been listening since the first episode dropped, and I love all the -the behind-the-scenes information you give us fans. I don't see why you need to read any further. (laughs) Thank you, Tanner. Not a question, more of a statement, but we'll accept it. Oh, there's more. Oh, my question involves the famous Brian Stack bit, the interrupter. I have always died laughing at this bit every single time. Was this a Brian Stack original bit or made up by a group in the writer's room? Was this a bit that started during one of your long late nights and then turned into something amazing? Or is there a particular one of these sketches that stand out the most to you guys or Brian? Finally, I know on his last day at Conan, Brian Stack surprisingly did the interrupter one last time. What made him pick that character to play? And did you guys get into any trouble doing that sketch at TBS? Oh, this person knows a lot about. These are great. (laughs) IP. Is that it? Or is there more? Um, no, they, then, then Tanner says, thank you guys again for putting together an awesome podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Th- those are great questions. Um, those are great questions. I, I don't know if we can answer them. I don't really know all the details. I just wish there was someone, someone we could reach out to. I know. And like me? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. It's the interrupter, <laughs> Brian Stack himself. Hi, Brian. That, you're and rusty. Mike, hey, Jesse, that, and- that was bad at interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> we had to lay a lot of pipe for you. <laughs> like me. Yeah, I was I was like way, way late on the uptake. You were worried about actually interrupting. Yes. I, you were <laughs> the, the new polite interrupter. He's yeah, now, I'm way too emotionally he, repressed to interrupt people <laughs> in real life. Um, but thank you for the question, Tanner. That it, it's a uh, and appreciate the your interest in the bit. Yeah, well, um, you know, we we normally uh, go through these questions, and I read that one, and I I didn't remember the exact details of how mm-hmm. it was created. I my memory is you always usually we just lie. We usually make stuff up <laughs> and, and get the hell out of the podcast studio, like we're done. But this time we thought we'd add it just a we go straight to touch the of professionalism. My memory was uh, always that you and the hilarious writer, other writer Michael Coleman. Mm-hmm. Wrote them uh, together, but I don't know the origin story. The interrupter. I was hoping uh, you would be able to tell us. And if if you want to cut Michael Coleman out of this entirely, he's not. <laughs> we're not talking to him, so you can take a hundred percent credit. Well, I wish Michael was here to clarify some of it because I'm a little fuzzy on it. But the way I remember it was that Michael originally suggested it as kind of a one-off joke for new characters. Ah. Um, Based on the fact that Conan would often, as you remember, at rehearsal say, okay, how am I going to get interrupted today Right uh, during the show? Because like, <laughs> right. in the middle of the show, there'd be some kind of character that would mm-hmm. be like, uh, excuse me, Conan. It'd be some weird, you know. <laughs> Not so yes, fast, right. Conan. Yeah. Usually in the audience. <laughs> it'd be like, there's a prospector in yeah. the audience, you yeah. know, or something. And um, it would always be like a guy in a gorilla suit or some insane right. thing yeah. that would interrupt yeah. the show. <laughs> Who's already lit. Yeah. <laughs> Who's lit and mic'd. <laughs> yeah. And Conan would be like, okay, how am I getting interrupted today? Right. right. Mm-hmm. And so Michael, uh, Michael Coleman, um, the hilarious Michael Coleman, as you said, uh, suggested what if we had a character whose sole purpose was to interrupt? That was his, <laughs> like, so, uh-huh. like, it, like, and it was kind of an inside joke 
yeah. off of what Conan was joking yeah. with us about. But it was it, Michael asked me to uh, suggested that I do the character. And uh, I don't remember if it was Michael who suggested the crazy musketeer type outfit right. that I was wearing <laughs> with the long hair. I, I think cape. it might have been Michael. And then he said, just do whatever voice you feel suits a guy who looks like that. And, it's uh, such a douchebaggy voice. He gave you carte blanche. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think like a lot of my character voice, they probably came from just my love of old movies. Like guys right. going, yeah. yeah. You know, that kind of thing. What, what is that character and, uh, actor's name? Conan always does him. We always... Yeah, well, really. I can't remember. I, uh, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know. Uh, was in but so like, many like 30s the, and the 40s. The Hannigan, and the traveling salesman, you know, sounded a lot like William Powell. And I think all those voices stuck, sunk into my head over the years. Right. And, uh, but then the interrupter, I think it was just going to be that one-off uh, thing. He came in. He said, I think our, I think he said something like our next new character. And I was like, is me the interrupter, you know? And um, <laughs> he said like, oh, this character seems really obnoxious. You know, it was like that kind of thing. Right. And uh, then he was gone. It was a really fast bit. And then uh, a couple months later, it, I, I think it occurred to me that maybe it'd be fun to bring him back for like a tease act, like where he would talk about like who the guests were right. on the next day. Cause right. we needed a tease act that right. day. And we did it again, I think, for a tease act. And it was fun. And then I started kicking around the idea with Michael of, like, expanding, finding out more about this guy and, like, <laughs> you know, more about his insane his personality and life. Yeah. So so that was how it developed into a full-fledged sketch was it It kind of gradually grew from a really quick bit to a slightly uh, longer bit to a full uh, sketch. Uh, and then uh, then it, we probably did about 4,000 times. Later after <laughs> hey, are you yeah, kidding it me? Was it was like... like there were a lot. And my of wife them, Miriam, thought. my wife Miriam came in as a, a female interrupter in one of them, which was actually my <laughs> right. that was my favorite of all the interrupter sketches we did. I think that was the one that I think Michael tossed in the line in that one that was um, where we had said he he lived in a dumpster behind the Port Authority bus terminal, uh-huh. and uh, and when <laughs> it said, "Wow, you must have about," and this was Michael's line, I think, seven different types of hepatitis." <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I just love the idea of someone having seven different types of hepatitis. <laughs> Three that have that types. was Michael's. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved I loved writing those with Michael because it was mm-hmm. just you could get more and more into the how gleefully awful his life was. You right, know, and, right, um, right. He you was... know, and, and how he was okay with it. And then to have Miriam come in as a female interrupter in the same outfit was really fun. Yeah, that, oh, that was so great. Funny. I forgot about that. And and I love that he remembered you did it. Uh, that was one of my favorite shows, your last show. I mean, it was sad, bittersweet oh, that you were leaving the TBS show. We were all bummed out. but but I, it, I felt the same way, yeah. But it did make it extra sweet that you did, Conan was into you doing an interrupter sketch to say goodbye. And it was, it, it when I watched it again recently, it just came up my feed. I, I, I kind of got choked up again. Oh, it's, no, it's yeah. so sweet. But it's oh, thanks, so Mike. funny, so funny. And on that show too, I, I, I everyone should check it out. It, it's they we put together kind of the best of your bits over the years, which is a great montage. I, I thought it came out oh, great. Oh man, how did you edit it down to just? I know, one I know. One shows it's oh, four hours. Just, it's yeah. four hours long. But anyway, I'll always be. Yeah. I'm eternally grateful to you, Mike, for putting that that package together. It was so. It was so like it was. It was really touching to me to just. Uh, to see that that package, and I had forgotten about some of those bits. Like, well, we had to fill time on the show, so <laughs> it was like uh, no other celebrities had hey, died. We don't have to write right. something if we 
put together a stack montage for tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, but that's... Yeah, it was funny too, because I said, I said, I remember saying to you, uh, can we use these old bits right. from like the NBC show? And Mike just goes, we're just doing it. <laughs> and I was like... Oh man, you're the best. Like, so Mike was willing to risk litigation. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> That's how much he loved you. I have so much skin in the game. <laughs> that meant a lot to me that you're like, we're just doing it. Well, NBC never. <laughs> well, I mean, occasionally we would do old NBCs. Like we had the masturbating bear on. And yeah, did, that's true. As, um, we would do uh, celebrity surveys, some old NBC things we'd keep along and uh, they never said boo. I think it would be if you did... All NBC stuff. Maybe you'd hear something from them, but they had their own issues. That's probably true. And I and I I, I don't remember. I don't remember whose idea it was to have the interrupter come in live. Was that yours, Mike? No. I, I mean, I, okay, I don't. Good. I have no. I when in doubt, I when I don't remember something. The yeah, answer is no. How did you no. choose which stack character to do live? Uh, yeah, that just seemed like a great one to do. Yeah. Yeah. It, I guess it it was kind of the logical one if you're going to have someone come out at, live at the end, mm. the one that would actually mm-hmm. disrupt the 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 reel. Right. Um, but that was really it meant a lot to me to come out and just do that one more time with Koenig. It, it had been uh, several years since I had done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think and and um and it was fun. I remember uh, Ron Funches and Aubrey Plaza were the guests that day. And oh, great! It was it was just it was fun just kind of walking around backstage dressed. In that costume, just saying, oh, hi, how's it going? (laughs) It's so, I always love, that was one of my favorite things at Kona was just seeing people being themselves dressed, like seeing like Mike Gordon dressed as the masturbating bear without the bear head, but just talking like Gordo, you know? Having cheese in the back, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was always my favorite, just seeing people out of character, but dressed in full mm-hmm. full character. Like, well, my, my favorite thing that I'd forgotten about was this character was born out of Conan always in rehearsal going, oh, who's going to interrupt me yeah. now? Like, I love that it, it was off of an inside joke, which I think makes it extra cool. Yeah, I love that. Michael would often pick up on little, I think, inside things that made, made that Conan would mention. Like, right. I remember, uh, yeah, he just always, he was very perceptive about those, those things, I think. And, um, so I, yeah, I have Michael to th- thank for the concept of the character. And then it was a really fun collaboration yeah. writing the sketches with him later. Yeah. Great. Well, that's yeah. Great. Once you figured out, I mean, a lot of your characters tended to have dark backstories. Very dark. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> someone, I, it was funny only looking back. I think we talked about this, but someone said, Brian, did you ever notice that most of your recurring characters really hate themselves? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Who, well, me? that's true. I guess it's like me, like all my what insecurities and self-loathing, right, right, right. like mm-hmm. bubble. It's like my way of processing all that stuff. Right. And, uh, well, it's a healthy way to get it <laughs> Saying out. Saying it out loud, exactly. Healthier than murder. Well, that's why I loved writing for Joel, the announcer, too, because you could just have Joel with yes. his upbeat yeah. voice, like, say the worst things about his life. Yes. I've been yeah. living in, a, in my Chrysler eating government cheese. Yes. <laughs> well, I wrote a few of those Joel is sads, and when I wrote them, they're like, wait, when did it turn into Joel is mad? Because <laughs> I, I just had him shitting on the yeah. Conan and Andy in the show. And then they're like, uh, wait, no, this wasn't. Joel's disgruntled. This isn't the template. It was Joel. I think Andy used to call that bit Joel is Sweeney. Because it was just, it was just Joel speaking as Mike. Right. Yeah, <laughs> telling Conan to shut up. Thinly veiled, right. And then. Uh, yeah, exactly. But then, then you rescued it. So uh, it was great to see you. Yeah, again. I know. Thank you, Brian. Thanks. Well, it was my pleasure to to come back, and great to see you. Great to yeah, see you, you again. Too. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. We'll see okay, you soon. Bye. Thanks for the question, Tanner. All right. All right.
It was okay. very nice of Brian to take time out. I know. From his East Coast from lifestyle. His busy striking schedule. That's right. We didn't even get into that. Well, very busy. Where he's picketing. Yeah. But um, now's the time for, we should ask, question, think of questions for other late night writers. That's right. Because we know they're all we available. We can get them. Yes, mm-hmm. they can't keep Anytime. putting us off anymore. Yeah, so if, if you have a question for us or any other person who's ever been affiliated with yes. the show, please give us a call at 323-209-1079. Don't worry, no one will answer. Or email us at insideconanpod at gmail.com. And if you like the show, and I don't know how you couldn't. Oh, wait, there are many reasons. You can support us by rating Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast uh, on iTunes, and uh, leave, leave us a review. I think if people don't like the show, they didn't make it to this part of the show. Oh, I And even right. if they did like the show, they may not have made it. I, I don't, but when I listen to podcasts, I go right down to, <laughs> to the last the two minutes. Yeah. I, I want to hear the credits. I love the credits. Exactly. I love the credits. And they want to hear those three special words. What might those be? We love you. Oh. Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast, is hosted by Mike Sweeney and me, Jesse Gaskell. Mm-hmm. Our producer is Lisa Burr. Team Coco's executive producers are Adam Sachs, Jeff Ross, and Nick Liao. Engineered and mixed by Joanna Samuel. Our talent bookers are Gina Batista and Paula Davis with assistance from Maddie Ogden. Thanks to Jimmy Vivino for our theme music and interstitials. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And of course, please subscribe and tell a friend to listen to Inside Conan or an enemy (laughs) on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you like best. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Put on your hat, it's the Conan Show. Try on some spats, you're gonna have a laugh. Give birth to a calf, it's Conan! This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.